Let me take a minute and talk to you about Boyer's Coffee. What's better than a steaming cup of hot coffee to start your morning, right? Not much, especially when that cup is filled with Boyer's Coffee. Boyer's has been roasting coffee right here in Colorado since I was a wee tot. I think it's 1965 when Boyer's started, and they've perfected that smooth taste and rich flavor. Top-selling coffees, including Rocky Mountain Thunder, which is intense and smoky, or maybe you'd prefer the Denver Blend, which is sweet and smooth. Or, if flavored coffee is your thing, how about the popular hazelnut and French vanilla flavors? At BoyersCoffee.com, you're guaranteed to find a coffee that you will love. You'll also find specials on the website and even unique recipes, including a mocha morning smoothie, which I've actually tried, and it is absolutely delicious. So, so... Check out BoyersCoffee.com or head to your favorite supermarket, Costco, Sam's Club, or Walmart to find the Boyers flavor of your choice. Boyers Coffee, a proud Colorado company. Time to talk about one of our favorite sponsors, Lifetime Windows and Siding. I've talked about them forever. Are you thinking about making a change to the windows that you may already have? Or maybe you want to replace your home siding. Well, that's where our friends from Lifetime Windows and Siding come in. You can absolutely count on their experts to guide you to find the replacement windows, siding, and doors you need to make you and your family as comfortable as possible. And by the way, look great at the same time. Just go to LifetimeWindows.com to not only look at all the high-quality windows, doors, and siding, but to schedule a free expert consultation. You'll be connected to a pro that can answer all of your questions and make recommendations based not only on your style, your budget, but also the climate you live in. And in Colorado, we all know that that's important and that's dry. What's also important is longevity, integrity, and warranty. Lifetime Windows and Siding products stand the test of time. They pride themselves in being an honest company, and their warranty lasts a lifetime. So, head to LifetimeWindows.com to transform your home with the ones you trust. This week on the Dave Logan Podcast... An update on Russell Wilson. I thought from Russell Wilson's standpoint, he'd come into camp 15 to 20 pounds lighter. He's about there. Buda Baker wants out of Arizona. Could that be a good fit for the Broncos? Buda Baker is a playmaker. He makes a ton of plays. But what do you have to give up to get that guy? And Dave Logan wanted to be a what? A what? gynecologist? This is the Dave Logan Podcast. Welcome to the Dave Logan Podcast. Dave Logan and Julie Bramman, podcast number 164. We thank you very much for downloading. What's up? Nothing. This weather is amazing. It's gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah. Did you get out and hit the golf ball today? What do you think? Do I look like a golfer to you? What? Do I look like a golfer Yeah, you look like you you could. Yeah. What what do golfers look like? Very preppy. Not necessarily. Well, you have a preppy side. I do. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, have you ever have, have you ever played? Yes, golf? I have, and everything goes right, Dave. I've taken so many lessons. I've really wanted to play, and I just can't. Every once in a while, every one out of twenty times, I swing. The, it it makes a connection. You've, you've got to stick with it because it's a game you can play into your. 70s, 80s, whatever. You don't have to. It's not like you want to go run the Boston Marathon and your knees give out. I mean, yeah. So stick with it. Uh, do you that, play that pickleball? Be... I feel like pickleball is kind of overtaking. The I, have, country. I have never played pickleball. Do you know this? That more and more people are playing pickleball. Like it's a thing. Oh yeah, I've got I've got friends that play. Yeah, it's serious. Yeah. Would you ever pick it up? Um, 
I, I well, it's not that I would never pick it up, uh-huh. but the time that I do have now, <laughs> I want to go be- to the driving range and work on getting better, like maybe, oh, a lot better at golf. Did you bring up golf because of what happened to Russell Wilson? No, I really didn't, but I saw the story. Yeah. That's uh That happens. Have you flipped over? If, if, if people haven't heard about it, reportedly, he was at uh, no. Arrowhead Golf Course. No. And he flipped over the golf cart. Did he flip it over or did he drive into a bunker? I think he flipped it over. Okay. Well, as long as nobody's hurt, right? Then it's it's laughable, right? I mean, that it's <laughs> that it's funny to everybody. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, oh, and then as soon as you see them crawl out, yeah, and get up and start laughing, then you you I mean, you ruin them for the next five years about that. Yeah. So you've never had any golf? Um, uh, I saw I saw a friend of mine that uh, had the golf had the golf cart on a slight. It was yeah, a slight incline. Failed to put the brake on. The golf cart rolled backwards down into water. Oh, geez. Yeah. That's not a way you want to spend your money. No. Uh, speaking of Russell Wilson, by the way, I'm sure you've seen this. The NFL Network reporting that a record deal for Jalen Hurts has been done. A five-year, $225 million deal. So Russell Wilson is now the third highest paid player in the NFL. Jalen Hurts now $51 million a year. Aaron Rodgers, $50.3 Russell Wilson, 48.5. By the way, uh, Deshaun Watson, 46 million, and Mahomes, 45 million. When does that dude get a bump? Like, that guy's going to go to 60 million. You don't think he can live on 45 million? That's hard. It's hard. Well, for us mere mortals, <laughs> you might never have had to have done it. But no, listen, I, I was, uh, I mean, I was really glad that Jalen Hurts got that deal done, right? This yes. kid, by all accounts, is the right right type of dude. He's a yeah. leader. Um, he says the right things. He conducts himself the right way. And those Philadelphia Eagle players love him. They play hard for him. And the Eagles have been smart enough to tailor an offense when they had Shane Steichen there. Of course, now Steichen has moved on and now a head coach. But they tailored an offense around him instead of, as we've talked about before, trying to make him, in this case, come in and fit into your offense. And I've said it before so many times. I think that is, that's where the league is headed. And I think the really good coaches understand that. You can have an idea what a prototypical quarterback in the NFL looks like or should look like or what offense he excels in. But with where high school and where college football have gone, because they've been there for a while, and the type quarterbacks that excel at both those levels, right? The game is having a quarterback. He doesn't have to move like Lamar Jackson, but he's got to have, ideally, the ability to run, and you can't set him in the pocket and throw him from the pocket 30 times. Move the pocket, have him throw in the run, have him run a few design quarterback runs, and Jalen Hurts, to me, is, is that perfect guy. Sounds like our quarterback, or could be our quarterback. I think I think you'll see some of that uh, this year, I really do, and and this will be it'll be different because Sean Payton, you know, that was not the type of offense Drew Brees played in. Drew Brees, I I can't think of, you know, I saw the Saints play uh, a lot. I can't think of one designed quarterback run that I remember. Right, that wasn't his thing. No, and and I don't think you'll see Wilson run a lot, but I think there will be some times that they will take advantage of his ability to move. So I've heard a little bit of grumblings about you haven't really heard a lot from 
Broncos camp or anything from the camp, you know, anything really. And I think there's a few media members. I This is how I interpret it. They're, they're kind of complaining a little bit because they think that they should have access so that the public can hear what the players have to say. La, 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 la. There's not a Bronco fan out there that's like, God, I'm dying to hear what Justin Simmons, what's he saying today? I don't really care that it's been a little bit of a lockdown at the Broncos, that Sean Payton I think is a bit more like we're going to do our thing. We don't need to do all this media stuff. I think I care about what the season results are. I don't – the media, it's like, all right, you don't get to talk to the players as much. I'm, I'm sure most of us don't care. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, and I've said that before, and this is not unexpected. Um, you know, when he took over, I thought that there, there would be three or four big, big differences going into training camp. Uh, I thought from Russell Wilson's standpoint, he'd come into camp 15 to 20 pounds lighter. Said that back in January. He's – He's about there. And they, they, they've just had OTAs recently, right? So I also said that I thought Sean Payton would, would try to get a hold of the organization, so to speak, and to make it clear that, hey, listen, talking does not win us games. So uh, be conscious of how much of that we're doing and on social media. We don't need to put every single thing that we do on social media and what you've seen, I don't know if I'd call it a lockdown or not with respect to players, but you've seen far less on social media from Russell Wilson, uh, from other players. He didn't, uh, I know some guys uh, in our business in town didn't like the fact that he didn't make uh, any of those three sort of high priced free agent acquisitions available in powers, McGlinchey and Allen. That's okay. I mean, that's a little bit unusual, mm-hmm. but that's okay, right? And I, I, what you said I think is so accurate for most Broncos fans. Broncos fans are tired of losing. They're tired of the last six years in particular. They haven't been in the playoffs in seven years, but the last six have had losing records, and there have been some laughable moments with respect to how the team has played. Broncos fans are tired of that. So whatever Sean Payton does in terms of trying to uh, sort of get that change, change the culture, do it, do what you got to do to earn that salary that you're making. I think Broncos fans are cool with it. Yeah, I don't think that they miss. No, what's those. a big deal? There's, there's no big deal. Um, so Ian Rappaport, a busy man, and you guys talk to him on yeah. your show, right? Yeah. Okay, every week. So on Friday, I think that he came out and he had a report that um, the Eagles and the Commanders. We're also in the running for Russell Wilson. But apparently he ixnayed that because he wanted to go to the Bronco for the Broncos. And we talked about Jalen Hurts. Think about how that could have changed the NFL last year, especially the Super Bowl, right? Because because Drew Locke was part of the Broncos deal. So Jalen Hurts could have been part of that deal. Yeah, it's a little it's a little bit like um I mean, number one, it's it it's certainly not like the Broncos were the only team that was interested. I think I think Russell Wilson clearly did not want to play for the Commanders. Um, I, I didn't hear a lot about the new the uh, Philadelphia rumor, so I can't really comment on that. But the Washington deal was out there, and uh, I think I think Wilson just nixed that because he wanted to come to Denver. I think he viewed this roster as better, and I think most people viewed the roster as better in terms of skilled personnel. And I, th- I don't think he wanted to go that far back east. So I get that. The, the interesting thing is what you 
brought up about Jalen Hurts, that's how uh, somebody saying no can change like your whole world. Because mm-hmm. had Russell Wilson been traded to the Eagles, um, Jalen Hurts would not be right now enjoying just having signed that kind of contract. Did you ever see the movie? I think it was called Sliding Doors. It's- Who, who's in it? I think it was Jennifer Aniston. I'm sure somebody will email me if not. But it's basically about like the decisions that you make. Yeah. Totally change your life. Is there ever, you know what I mean? Like law school. (laughs) When I went to law school for three days. Yeah, You and I talked about that. Yeah. We talked about that before you went to law school. Right? Didn't we? Well, yeah, you were like, when are you getting out of here? So I can well, have my you, sanity you, back. Well, no, it wasn't, exa- wasn't exactly, well, I mean, partially, but it wasn't exactly like that. But I said, you got I mean, you got a chance to go to law school yeah. and really do something. And at that point, you were a brand new producer. Were, were you producing? I was, um, you were an intern. I was 20. No, I was producing. I'd produced for you guys. And so Dave and I worked together in the sports zoo. I was their producer. And... Um, I was like 26, 27 getting, and I kept deferring cause I was having so much fun. Yes, yes. I wasn't making any money, Yeah, but I was having a lot of fun with you guys. Well, I mean, you're making 20 some thousand. I mean, what the hell? I know. Well, right? Yeah. And then, so anyway, so I, and I um, said, you got to go, go to law school yeah. and, you know, get yourself into something that you can have a career right. uh, in and. You were one of my phone calls when I decided I don't want to do this. And you're like, what I was are like, you doing? I was like a lifeline. Yeah. You said, I'm not going to go. I'm like, what are you out of your mind? Yeah. Anyway, so do you have any of those moments where you go, God, what would my life have looked like if I had done that? Well, um, I was in pre-med my first what? year at the University of Colorado. I didn't know you were pre-med. I was pre-med playing football and basketball. Dr. Logan, go on. Yeah, I mean, I, I always thought I was going to be a doctor, but I quickly, quickly figured out um, after falling, falling behind severely in one class that something had to give. And so the pre-med, uh, I switched that after my first year. What kind of doctor were you going to be? Um, I, I never really thought about that. I, I always, I mean, I still love babies. I don't know if I'd have been a baby doctor. A what, gynecologist? No, a pediatrician. Oh, sorry. See? <laughs> Seriously. I say well, baby doctor, you me. say gy- gynecologist. That's delivering babies. That's where I went there. <laughs> You're speechless. No, I, a pediatrician. Okay. I treat babies. Like okay. if you have a you know two year old, bring him in and okay. let's make sure that he's got his uh, vaccinations. I mean, I don't know. I hadn't thought about the gynecologist thing. It's delivering babies. Right, okay, so. God, I, le- I learn new things about you all the time. Yeah. We're going to take a break. When we come back, there's a Pro Bowl safety that might be out there. Want to ask you about him and maybe coming to the Broncos? Is that wise? We'll talk about it next. Hey, time to talk about Molly's wine and spirits. It's April. And that means a lot of things. Baseball starts, warmer weather, maybe an occasional snowstorm, occasional, and a discount for delivery at Molly's Wine and Spirits. In April, we're celebrating Molly's commitment to going green. For example, did you know Molly's delivery service includes a fully electric fleet of delivery cars? I did not. So why not save some green, as in gas money, with 10% off your order delivery? If you're like us, you'd like to enjoy a refreshing drink after a long day's work, or for me, after doing this podcast with Julie. But who wants the hassle of stopping at a store on the way home, right? You know you don't. 
Lucky for us, Molly's offers delivery service for their customers in Denver and Greenwood Village, as well as the surrounding areas. Whether you're at work or home, you can visit Molly's convenient online shop to place your order. Depending on your location, Molly's may have your order delivered within the hour. But no matter what, they guarantee same-day service. So what will this cost me? Here's the answer. Not much. Molly's will deliver your beer, wine, and liquor for a flat fee or only $5 with a minimum purchase of $29.99. So make it easy on yourself and make a little bit of green with 10% off your order. Just download the Molly's app to get exclusive offers and discounts and use Logan 10 for 10% off your delivery order. Molly's Spirits, delivering Colorado's boozy desires. Welcome back to the Dave Logan Podcast. Dave Logan and Julie Brownman. Dr. Logan. Yeah. Baby doctor. That'd have been good hands. Yeah, you've got big hands. You could have hold like two I babies. I thought about in that. I thought about that. I thought about being a vet. I thought about being a vet. You would have been a great vet. Because I love loved, dogs. I know. I would have been a pretty good vet too. I love dogs in, in a lot of cases more than people. I know that. Um, Not so all people though. I think that you were going to be, after you retired, you were thinking about real estate, but was there anything else that you were thinking about before um, the sports no, no, broadcast? The, uh, no, I mean, you know, doing talk radio and then radio and TV, I sort of fell into that. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to, initially I was going to work for New York life after I retired from football or more appropriately after I got retired, <laughs> yeah. uh, I was going to do that. And then I got the call from my baseball coach at the university of Colorado, Irv Brown, the late great yes. Irv Brown asked me if I wanted to try that. I said, Hey, I, I never, never had listened to talk radio up until that point. I was a music guy. Yeah. I'm like, coach, so you d- you just sit and talk about sports and they, they pay you? <laughs> he goes, yeah, that's pretty much how it works. Yeah. Huh. Now, the pay you part didn't, re- didn't really kick in for about, oh, I don't know, 18 to 24 months after I started full time. Do you remember what your first, my, my first salary was 13000 Yeah, my first salary for my first 12 months was like $642. <laughs> What? I, I got no money. They, I, they were like, do this for free? And, yep. And oh. I, the, uh, I got two minutes to sell. And I've told this story before. So I went to a local men's clothier. And I think, and I've said it before, I think it was like a mercy buy. I think they either liked, you know, I think they were CU fans and remembered me from CU. But anyway, it was a check of 642 bucks. And the thing was, I got to keep whatever I sold. That's how I got paid. And then that's oh. the last thing I sold for the first, I should say, for the first six months. Then Did I, you try? I said, I, I, it's, it's been a long time ago. I think I tried, but I just was not, you know, not interested in cold calling people walking yeah. in. And I found really the, the, the handful of times I did it, I'd wind up, you know, if, you, if you're going to make your living in sales, you got to get your ass out and go sell, right? I'd go in and give them the pitch and then we sit down and start talking about you know CU or the Broncos or the Browns or you wind up you know a couple hours sitting there having a cup of coffee well you're not going to make any money if you go on like two accounts all day what are you doing so then after six months I said Irv you know I, I've got to I've got to make some decisions here mm-hmm. he said let me go in let me go and talk to the boss he that's came, awesome he came back in and said hey the boss loves you and I said oh great and he goes so I got you a thousand a month. Oh I'm like, my God. I said, Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> thanks. Thanks. 
So for the next 12 months, I made 1000 a month. So the first 18 months, I made $12,642. Oh my God, I mean, more than you did. Thank God you stuck with it. Well, I don't know about that. But I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Right? I'm thinking, because I mean, really, I mean, sports has been such a big part of my life to to go in and sit there and talk about. And I follow uh-huh. closely as a kid forever, you know, football and basketball and baseball. So that part of it came came naturally. Was your dad like, so son, a thousand a month? My dad, no, my dad actually would call because <laughs> uh, I was doing the six to seven show initially by myself on 1600, on KRXY 1600. And it was a 5,000 watt station that at dusk went to 500 watts. Oh my God. Well, they put me on from six to seven, which I didn't realize, but that's pretty much dusk. <laughs> and so nobody could hear me. So I'm sure I sucked. But nobody could hear me. So my dad would call and his, his because everybody had moniker, like, let's go, let's talk to track man. Let's go here. Yeah. He was the professor. Oh. Let's go to Lakewood and talk to the professor <laughs> that is so on KRXY cute. AM 1600. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, and I had one hour to fill uh-huh. and I had uh, two two-minute breaks. That's it. 615, 645, two two-minute breaks. So you're talking to yourself a lot. Yeah, that is right? so hard. If you do that do. as you get older, people start to wonder if you've got some sort of cognitive issue. Mm-hmm. But, you know, back in your 30s. I never knew. Yeah. All right. Back to maybe possibly some Bronco news, although I doubt this one. So Pro Bowl safety Buda Baker requested a trade from the Cardinals. Um Quickly took to social media after that, after it was reported. Said, oh, I love you Cardinal fans, except for he put anything about the Cardinals. He took that all off his social media. So there's some people out there that are like, well, maybe, you know, should the Broncos trade for him? I don't believe that um, would be the wisest thing because I think the price would be too high. And I think Justin Simmons um, is, is more than adequate. What do you think? Well, I think it would be in addition to Justin. I don't yeah. think you'd trade for Buda Baker and then get rid of Justin. I think it would be those two. But it comes down to this. What is the value? Because Buda Baker is a playmaker. Yeah. And that's something this defense could use. He makes a ton of plays. But what, what, do you, what do you have to give up to get that guy? Yeah. And the Broncos are already void of draft choices. They don't have a first or second coming up here uh, on the draft or in the draft this month. So I would, I would find it unlikely. You know, the, the connection I think people make is Vance Joseph is here, and Vance was the D.C. in Arizona last year, um, and he knows Buda Baker very, very well. But I, I, just, um, I just don't think they have enough capital, draft capital, to go out and basically outbid two or three other teams that absolutely would want a guy of that ability. And they just basically don't have any, right? I mean, don't have any what draft capital. Got two threes. I mean, but you want to keep you want to keep your draft choices. Yeah. You don't have. I mean, you don't have that many, so you don't want to give up the ones you have. Yeah. So no. Okay, I know you got to go, but I want to ask you one thing. Um, we did not because we didn't do a podcast last week. Get a chance to talk about when John Elway officially. Retired, yep. right? Yep. Um, so he said, I don't have the desire to climb another mountain again. I've been to the summit a bunch of times in 62 years. What is the lasting memory or what's his legacy here? I tend to think it's more as a, I grew up watching him and I know what he did as a GM, the the highs and the lows, but I'll always, my legacy for him will always be what he did on the field. 
Yeah, I think I think his legacy. Um, it, it depends on who you ask, and I think it depends on how old that person is, right? I mean, if you ask thirty-year-old Bronco fans, I mean, what what are your memories of John Elway? Well, John's last year in the league was a season of ninety-eight, right? So that person would have been five years old, hmm. probably doesn't remember a lot, but if if he or she grew up from that point in a Bronco household, what they remember after that when they got to be whatever, you know, 10, 11, 12, is John as a GM. But John had, you know, had success early on as a GM, and then as most GMs, had some misses. And I think he's, you know, he's owned up to that. So the the legacy for me is here's a guy that, um, was traded here in 1983, and with the exception of, I think, a couple of years, two years or so, three years maybe, running the Colorado Crush, has been involved since then with the Broncos as a player uh, and as a, as a GM. So that's, you know, give or take, that's about 40 years that he's given – um, he's been compensated for sure, but he's given to that organization, to the city. So to me, he is iconic. Um, he should always be remembered as like a world-class player, just a great player, and a guy that did a lot for not only the, the organization and the city of Denver, but the surrounding area, the Rocky Mountain Region. I mean, this you, you could make the case that when John Elway arrived here, all due respect to Floyd Little, and I'm old enough to have remembered the late great Floyd Little and sort of his contribution back in the late '60s. But you could make the case, and I think it would be a valid one, that John, with his arrival here, sort of put the Broncos on the NFL map. And yes, there were tough Super Bowl losses. But if you really are a Bronco fan and you go back and look at those teams, uh, the first three Super Bowls that Elway played in where they got, they got beaten soundly, um, the Giants, the Redskins, and certainly the 49ers, they were all a lot better, a lot better. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I have – I, I salute him. I think his career has been a great one. I, my gut tells me that if they could have worked something out, would he have liked to have stayed in some capacity as a consultant or whatever? The answer to that would be yes. Mm-hmm. But um, that's also the prerogative of uh, the Walton Penner family ownership group and Elway uh, of, hey, if the deal doesn't feel right or we can't uh, can't uh, reach some sort of agreement, let's just shake hands and wish each other well. So I wish him well. And um, it's going to be different for him, though, right? It's going to be this this upcoming fall will be the first fall, really. Um, even, even though he was a consultant the last couple of years and not really involved day-to-day, he was still on the payroll. Yeah. So this upcoming fall, you're not going to be on the payroll. He can come around, I would imagine, anytime he wants to. And But it's I think, I think that's going to be... I think that's going to be different for him, and I think it's going to be a real be tough. challenge. I really do. I yeah. do too. So you might want to text him every once in a while and see what he's doing. I'm not sure that would help, but you have his um, number. Yes. Let me see your phone. Come here. <laughs> you, what are you? What are you validating this? 
No, I want his number. No. Because I will just, every once in a while, I'll be like, hi, John, just thinking about you. Hope everything's okay. Are you going to sign it? Like, you might not know who. Yeah. When I, this is what I liked JB. about John Elway, when I was producing for you guys and he would call in every Tuesday yeah. and he'd call the hotline yeah. and I'd say 850-KOA and he'd say, hi, Julie, it's John. You have no idea what. That, that meant a lot to you, did it? It did. When people say your name also, yeah, Dave, it's a big deal. Okay. Okay. All right. Was that maybe the reason that when you went to law school for three weeks, you just missed that Tuesday interaction with John Elway and said, you know, damn, I'm here in law school class. Right. Nobody, nobody knows who I am. Nobody. I don't have John Elway say hi, Julie. <laughs> Screw this. I'm no. going back to being an intern. Uh, that was part of the reason. Yeah. Um, Dr. Logan, I'm going to let you go. You are released and I will see you next week. All right. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is pulling you in the center of the action with endless ways to make it rain this week. Sports betting has never been this convenient. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from anywhere the app is available. And if you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new players a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code LOGAN, my last name. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players, they really do it all. Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day this week to cash in on their daily odds boosts. New boosts are posted every single day for all the biggest sporting events. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure. It's really easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money whenever you want to. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code LOGAN, L-O-G-A-N, when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code LOGAN to get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.